I joined as a lifetime member after the first month. I'm like, this is incredible. I've lost 13 pounds, but I've eaten so well. Like I, I loved, I loved that I could still eat breakfast and I just eliminated the breads and the things I was doing for breakfast. Then I really enjoyed the shake. So I had a shake maker at home and I have a shake maker here at my office. That way, no matter where I was, I had no excuse not to have that. And uh, I, I joined, I joined for life at that point. I said, you know what? This is a lifestyle change that I committed to. This thing is going to provide me for not only my weight loss for the next six months, but then whether I move into old school muscle or just maintenance, or I have to revisit it somewhere down the road. Hey there, my friend. It's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. And boy, do we have an amazing episode for you today because I am joined by one of our Fit Father program members, Mike Chalovich, a 52-year-old father of four amazing kids with a beautiful wife. And he used this program over five months to drop 50 pounds and completely change his health to get from a place where he was feeling out of alignment, high blood pressure, and he'd been on years of just these yo-yo diets. And there was a low point around December of last year when he's sitting with one of his dear friends, just feeling like angry and out of sorts. And his health was out of whack. And he was able to use our Fit Father programs over five focused, dedicated months to completely change his health, to get muscles, get a four-pack abs. His kids are on fire and so proud of him. And this is just a really inspirational story because it shows that you're never too too old or over the hill, or you've tried and failed too many times to get back into amazing shape in a pretty short period of time. I mean, this was just five months that Mike completely turned his health around. And there was a lot of people along the way that helped Mike in his journey and a lot of key insights that he shares in this conversation. So stay tuned, hop into this convo and listen to a man who's the real deal, walking the walk and a guy that a lot of members in our Fit Father Brotherhood are looking up to because his before and after photos are just amazing to be able to see that kind of transformation. Mike is an inspiration. So stay tuned and let's get into this episode with Fit Father Mike Chalovich. All right, Mike, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm super happy to have you here. I'm super happy to be here, Dr. Anthony. I really appreciate you having me and I'm looking forward to tonight. Yeah, me too. You know, when we hopped on here, like the first thing I noticed when I saw you on camera was like, man, this guy looks healthy. Like your skin looks vibrant. You know, you had a big smile on your face. And I know you've been through a heck of a journey going through this program and, and all the previous stuff you'd tried prior to FFP. And before we get to there, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the guys and gals that are listening to this show, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family and what you do for work. And then we'll get into your journey. Great. Uh, my name is Mike Chelovich. I'm going to be 53 in July. Part of my mission on this was I was going to be in the best shape of my life by 53 there or getting there. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've lived, I've been in California for years, Florida for years, but grew up in Pittsburgh and ended up back home to be with my mom and dad who are older. My family is everything. My wife, Cammy, completely supportive of what I've done. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that um, a little bit more. And then my kids, I have four kids, my son, Quinn, that's 16, my daughter, Gray, that's 12, daughter, Bree, that's nine, and my little one, Finn, who's going to be turning six. And those guys were really the driver behind why I wanted to do this. And, and what I do for work is I'm actually an owner in a franchise company called My Gym Children's Fitness Center. And we actually work with young children, infants through nine-year-olds, introducing activity, movement, skills, social skills, self-esteem, confidence building. 
And I would go through times where I looked great in pictures for being an owner of this franchise company. Then I'd go through times where like, how's this guy own a fitness company for kids when he's fat and porky, you know? So, uh, but I've worked with kids all my life. It's, it's my passion. I've coached wrestling, baseball, soccer, doing the my gym thing, a special ed teacher. Um, I left a fortune 500 job to become a special ed teacher. My dad thought I was nuts. Like, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm going to find something great to do with kids and make that my life's work. And that's what I've done. And now I have four of my own and love it. That's absolutely beautiful. And I can just tell from your energy that I feel very fortunate for all the kids that get to go into your gym and get to like receive the guidance in the environment you create for their thriving. And I also want to say congratulations on making this thing congruent now and getting into such phenomenal shape. So take us back to what the journey is like. I mean, dad, four kids, running a business, husband, like what did the yo-yo diet kind of thing happen? What were the last 10, 20 years or so? How would you kind of describe your journey up to FFP? What was going on? Yeah, great. You know, it's funny, my, my journey of up and down on weight loss, I've been a serial yo-yoer. And it probably happened, I blew my ACL out my junior year of high school, right after wrestling season. I had wrestled from the time I was seven, played football, baseball. Uh, I rehabbed that leg. We didn't do surgery at the time. And many years ago, it was more throwing me in a cast for six weeks. And I started gaining weight. I got back in shape in order to try to wrestle again for my senior season. And I, my knee just blew out again. So I ended up having my first operation, um, taking out the cartilage, was getting bone on bone. So I coached wrestling then. I coached wrestling all through college, started working with children. But then my weight, you know, college definitely went up, you know, eating, drinking, and, and not really being active like I was in high school. And then, you know, as I started, so I would creep up and then I'd come back down a little bit. And my mom's always been a driving force. Hey, Michael, you're getting a little heavy or, you know. And, and I never take it the wrong way because your mom's always right. She she would just let me know. So I think, you know, from my, in my twenties, you know, it would go up and down a little bit and I would do different programs. You know, I did body for life. I would, I did a program called buff dad, which, you know, was great and very you know interesting. Uh, then I started doing the low carb thing. And what it seemed like is every 18 months to two years, I'd get up to about 200. The highest I got was 215 few years ago. And then I'd get down to 175 and be like, great, I lost 25 pounds, but I did it eating crap. I was eating wings and cheese and wasn't healthy. And it was becoming just such a bad habit for me. And it was starting to really drain on me in so many ways of, you know, feeling good for a little while, but not great. And then packing that weight on. So, I, you know, it's really been almost 35 years that I've struggled up and down and up and down and I think in December, I, I finally hit a point where I just wasn't happy. And I, I'm, I'm typically a really happy guy and love to be out with people and love to be part of my business. And I found myself drained and I was, you know, two, three cocktails a night just to kind of decompress with the kids, but falling asleep in the chair. And I didn't like who I was becoming. And my mom again had said, hey, you know, you had lost some weight, but you put it back on. You got to take a look at that. And I went to dinner with one of my best friends who I wrestled with. And my friend Ferdy has been fit all his life. His dad had had a heart attack when we were young and his mom kind of just pulled it into their life. And he's always remained consistent. I know that dinner specifically in the very beginning of December, I was miserable. Like I wasn't his friend. I was just kind of angry. And what I realized, I wasn't angry at anybody else but myself. And, and, you know, it was a dinner where he just said, Hey, are you okay? I'm, I'm worried about you. And it kind of hit home. And he called me like two or three days later. He said, Hey, I'm really worried about you. Like you just weren't you. 
And we talked a lot about consistency and, and having something that, you know, kind of builds you up. And, uh, you know, I had been looking for a program at that point. So between my mom and between my friend kind of looking at me and saying, you're just not being you. And I realized, you know, I was trying to blame everyone else in one way for being a little bit unhappy. And then I kind of hit me. It's like, nobody can control my happiness. Nobody can make me happy or sad or it's me. And what I was, was I was so unhappy with where I was. December 7th, I walked in the door, said to Cammie, my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to go join the gym. And it's near where I drop my son Quinn off at high school every morning. I'm going to go straight from dropping him off and go to the gym. I had researched Fit Father Project in November. I was looking back at all my records and I signed up for the free Apex and went to the gym and, and did it. And oh my gosh, I first I felt so embarrassed. My gut's hanging out over my shorts and I couldn't do anything like 10 pounds. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so weak and you're so fat. And I'm watching a bunch of 50, 60, 70 year old guys, which who are the same people there now for the past five months really fit and active. And it almost became just like, I, I don't know if I can do this. And, uh, but I said, you know, I gotta, I gotta try because I have to do something. I gotta get back to me and, and be healthy for, for my kids. And I, you know, I love being a dad. It, it's everything to me and my family, we, you know, we're just a close unit. And my mom and dad here in Pittsburgh who are 81 and 80 and like, okay, I, I need to stick around. And one other thing I did was I had to get my COVID booster. I took my blood pressure the last time I've been to the doctor was before the lockdown and my blood pressure was fine. I was about 175 pounds, but then I had gained it, you know, COVID, I kept it off and then started gaining. My blood pressure was like 154 over something. I mean, I knew it couldn't have been good. And I looked it up and they're like, I just went online and I said, you, you, you know, that is not good. <laughs> All that kind of woke me up. I started reading everything the free stuff you had sent. And the well, one, I think it was a one-day meal plan or a quick start meal plan. And then I got bombarded by emails and I read them. And I December 10th weekend, after joining the gym, I said, I'm going to do this program. So I joined up, started everything on the 13th. I told Cammy, hey, I'm going to join this program. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life by July. I sat the kids down and said, I haven't been doing the right thing for everybody. I need to do the right thing for me, though. I take care of everybody, but I'm not taking care of me. And I want to do it for years. And I, and I joined. And uh, I read everything multiple times. I took notes. I have them here of, like, supplements to buy and just kind of digested everything there was to do it. And, and that's what got me to that point of starting the journey. Um, the Facebook group, I didn't join right away because I'm not a huge social media fan. I... I I find a lot of things are just not great and negative and kind of held off on that. I ordered my supplements on Amazon, then started to order my uh, you know, protein powder from you guys and got that and started the shake and supplements, then ordered the supplements. And it, it all started from there. And I know after a couple of weeks, I talked to my friend and he said, hey, man, what's, what's going on with your voice? He's like, you sound so much better. I said, you know, I joined this program and I'm loving it. I'm like, it's the hardest thing I've done for years, but it's given me, it's given me a focus and it's given me a plan that's easy to follow. It's not easy to do, but man, is this easy to follow? Like I know when I should eat, what I should eat and what I should do to work out. And I really believe if I follow this, there's an amazing group of men that have changed their lives that I'm going to be one of those men. Cammie did say, hey, is this really sustainable before she kind of learned the plan? 
Because all I've ever done now for 15 years or 17 since we've been married, low carb, up and down, low carb, up and down. I'm like, hey, I can eat rice and pasta and everything that I wouldn't eat. I said, make it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to put it into my perfect plate and let's have lots of salads, lots of vegetables. And Dr. Anthony, quite honestly, like people are sending me messages and, hey, what did you do different? I didn't do anything different. I did what it said to do. I From day one, if it said to work out on this day, I worked out on that day. If it said, you know, have a shake, the first week or two I made eggs and spinach, and which I've always made as part of the low carb. I did it till I got my shake. And I started making shakes and experimenting with the flavors I liked. I did cut out alcohol for 60 days. I remember getting that article from you about you can have drinks. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. I haven't had it in a week or two. I'm just going to keep going. So for 60 days, I didn't, I didn't have a free meal or I didn't have a drink. And the free meal was my choice. Like, I need to show myself that I can commit and do it. And then, you know, Kat finally said, hey, you, you probably should have a free meal. You got Your body has to be able to handle this stuff because you are going to go out for celebrations and dinners. And, yeah. you know, I did this starting all before Christmas and I make homemade raviolis and spinach balls and all kinds of stuff. And I just limited that, you know, we do fondue night on New Year's Eve and I had vegetables with a little cheese as opposed to half a pound of bread with cheese. And, and that's how it all started for me. It was, it was the, the angerness, the emotions, and, and, it, and it was really all about me and no one else. And my why was all about my kids and my wife. And it, a couple of weeks into it, I kind of relooked at my why and said, you know what, this is not just about them. This is really about me and becoming the man I want to be. And I always thought I was a great man, but I wasn't for a time with what was going on. And I could be better as a husband. And I, I, I believe I'm a great dad, but I can only always get better. And being there for them is the most important thing. Um, what they've seen me do to see see the pro, like how proud they are. I'm like going to tear up. You, you couldn't ask for a better gift and to run on the soccer field. And I ran first base the other day, which normally I'd pull a hamstring and my all my older kids would laugh. I can move now at almost 53 better than I could, you know, since I was 17 years old. So that that's how I started. No, it, that was a beautiful like kickoff to your testimony. A couple things really stuck out to me. And I think you're the first man to ever say that when you started this program, you sat your entire family and your kids down and you kind of told them what you were doing. And I think that context is massively powerful for getting the buy-in from your wife in particular for being able to support you through this and showing you that it was sustainable. And I think that's, that's amazing. And you followed this thing to a T. And, and what happened by the end of like the first 30 days in phase one? Where did you arrive to in, to, in terms of both maybe weight um, and maybe your performance on the workouts too? from that first gym workout to where you got at the end of 30 days? Yeah, really, really interesting. I, I went from, so my old scale, I think I was like 199 to 200 de- de- December 1st. Um, December 7th, I, I think I'm like, I started to cut back on my food and lower the carbs before I joined the gym. I was about 198. I started it, you know, then my I got a new scale and it weighed me heavier. I'm like, oh, damn it. I was even heavier than, you know, <laughs> than my old scale was, Show me. I lost 13 pounds. I was 184 at the end of the first month, um, which I had done this many times. And I'm like, okay, let's see if I continue going. And But what it did in the terms of the workout is I know those first two weeks with Apex and doing, I love the rowing machine. I always have. 
So I started adding those in there. And each day I started getting more where I didn't have to be on my knees for push-ups. And I think the first two or three, I did push-ups and renegade rows for my knees. And I said, you know what? I can get stronger. So I would, I'd walk the steps and drop down and do incline push-ups. And like, cause it would, I'm like, okay, incline is going to take a little off the joints. And I just did that every day. I'd throw in some extra push-ups. And I noticed that each workout was getting stronger. And I was so embarrassed about going to the gym at first, just how I looked and how uncomfortable I felt I was moving, but I was doing some of the workouts at home. And Finney, my little one, wakes up super early. So I'm going to wake up 4 35 o'clock regardless. He wakes up 5 36. And that's usually when I would be going in after taking out the dogs. And Finney would come in and grab his little one pound dumbbells and do all the movements with me. I noticed after a couple of weeks, like, hey, I'm not on my knees. I'm, I'm doing push ups. I'm I'm really gaining some things. So I started to go to the gym, still feeling a little awkward. And, you know, I want to create the gym where everybody greets you and helps you. Whereas that's where it is now. But I try to talk to any new people I see at the gym now and welcome them and say, hey, what are you doing? And great job. And I have a group of guys and women doing that now. But that first month was really an improvement over about, I saw a big change probably in the third and fourth week. Because the first two weeks I lived in a salt bath. I couldn't move. Um, I slathered in CBD oil. Like I just, I, I couldn't move, but I kept doing them. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to not follow this program. And then I joined as a lifetime member after the first month. I'm like, this is incredible. I've lost 13 pounds, but I've eaten so well. Like I, I loved, I loved that I could still eat breakfast and I just eliminated the breads and the things I was doing for breakfast. Then I really enjoyed the shake. So I had a shake maker at home and I have a shake maker here at my office. That way, no matter where I was, I had no excuse not to have that. And uh, I, I joined I joined for life at that point. I said, you know what? This is a lifestyle change that I committed to. This thing is going to provide me for not only my weight loss for the next six months, but then whether I move into old school muscle or just maintenance, or I have to revisit it somewhere down the road. Uh, the other thing I loved was the modifications. You know, I had a bad knee and with the weight on it, I couldn't really do some of this stuff. Like the squats were really hard and... So I, I used the modifications and everybody was so helpful. And I'm like, okay, I finally have a program that supports me. I have somebody I can talk to, gives me modifications for my broken body. And it progressed to, I felt comfortable, getting comfortable in my skin. And not a lot of people were noticing yet, but I knew it. I knew like I'm getting stronger. I'm doing some push-ups that I couldn't do. I'm popping off every step I'd go up. I'd do one on the first step, two on the next step, three on the... Next, I'm like, hey, I'm getting my push-ups back. Tried to pull pull up or a chin up, but I couldn't do that yet, but I can now. So that was the first month. And then the lifetime, you know, I couldn't wait to dive in. Like, okay, let me see what's next. And Finney, who still was doing workouts with me when I would do it at home, would know, is it double trouble? Is it Monroe? Like, are we doing Apex? And, and if I didn't want to do it, there was my little man right there. And it made me do it. So yeah, that's first month and. That second month, I remember I almost died doing double trouble. I think I was crawling and my 16-year-old Quinn came out and said, hey, you going to make it, old man? <laughs> and uh, I laughed and he said, you're working really hard. So, yeah, that, that was the first month. Um, food-wise, I just quit snacking. I just, just, I just made the decision. No alcohol. Didn't do the free meal. I, you know, it was the holidays, so I had a couple of, like, you know, things that wouldn't necessarily be on the plan, but I really stayed really close to what we did. Even like New Year's Eve, we don't go out anyway with four kids. We do an early one at home. Just didn't drink. So I'm not going to do it, which was a big change, especially Cammy to see me not drinking. Huge change. 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, your family is watching you progressively through all of this. And now at this time, of, as we're describing your journey in month one, I'm starting to hear a little bit of the fire I imagine you had from like all the years of wrestling and athletics is starting to be rekindled a little bit as you're starting to do hard things again and to see some progress. Take us into the next few months of like phase two and three as we move on in your journey. Yeah. So the next phase, I think with Double Trouble in a row, I needed to use more weights. And I have some at home. I, I have a Bowflex, which I wasn't really using. I bought some dumbbells. But what I was finding is the room we're in is really a tight room, like the little workout room I have. It's a small bedroom. And with Finney in there with me trying to do it, I had weights all over the place. And I was afraid I was going to hit him with the dumbbell. I'm like, okay, I need to go to the, I'm going to go to the gym. And if I had a bigger space, I probably would have kept it home. So for the second month, I hit that one. I got down to 174. So I lost about 10 pounds. I think I did 13 pounds and then 10. But the workouts, I started doing at the gym and, you know, still watching all these people and no, you know, not many people had really said anything. You you know, you kind of nod your head high and with the gym, it's all, there's a lot of, you know, free weights, there's the hammer strength, but they do have a middle area that's a group training that it's seven in the morning when I go, no one's really on it. So I started doing all the double trouble right in the middle of it. And like, I'm just going to lay out and take the space and people are watching me. And I think towards the end of the second month, and Donna is her name has been really instrumental in this journey with me. She's a personal trainer at the gym came up to me and said, Hey, what are you doing? Like, what are you following? She's like, I'm I'm watching you work. She's like, I love what you're doing. And I want you to come take my class to teach people how to work hard. And I'm like, I'm following a program called Fit Father Project. And it's the best thing I've ever joined. And, you know, I think I was towards my second month and said, it just tells me everything to do. And all I have to do is follow it. And I think I'm going to really get in good shape. And she was watching and, you know, would give me, you know, little pointers on some form things and, Never asked me to sign up with her or anything. She she went and looked at the program and I texted her the program. She said, I love this free stuff. I'm implementing some of it, you know. So second month, I saw I started to see the gains in my family and people started to see it. And my son, we were sitting at dinner. We went to a Mexican place we go to pretty much every couple of weeks. And I'm not eating the chips. I take my own tortillas and, you know, they're like my low-carb mission tortillas. And he's across from me and he says, dad, you look really good. And at this point, I think I had lost uh, about 20 pounds or so, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. I'm like, thank you. That means a lot. And the older kids, the younger kids think your dad's not fat. They're just like, you're my dad. You know, and they are. They're like, you weren't that fat. My wife always said you weren't that fat. I'm like, look at these pictures. I was fat. (laughs) And um, he said, you look really good. So that took me into the second month and started getting really like that fire that I had and I'm starting to feel good and like I'm not drinking my joints are feeling better and I can you know still winter in Pittsburgh and I hate to walk in the cold I'm like I am not walking the cold but I'll go walk on the treadmill which I wouldn't even do before with my knee no so I started hitting that I'm doing the rowing machine and I'm doing all the workouts and I, I honestly think Dr. Anthony in the first two months I never missed a day like if it was prescribed I did it I I I ate what I was supposed to eat. So after 60 days, I think Kat talked to her about going into phase three. She's like, you got to eat a free meal. Like, go out with your family. <laughs> that was Kat's original question. You have to get a free meal before you can go to phase three. <laughs> yeah. So I, I ate my free meal. I think it was the Mexican place. I ate some chips and, and monitored it. So, you know, going into phase three, I was at 174 at the end of phase two. I dropped down to 164. Uh, lowest weight. So 175 is where I would get in 
I would fall off the rails. I'd fall off the rails so bad that this last time, like, I was planning my day about where I was going to go eat. All right, I'm going to drop my kids off at school. I'm going to go grab some hash browns at McDonald's. And I almost had my lunches planned out. I'm going to go to the office and here I'm going to go to this Italian restaurant or this Greek restaurant. It was like, this is crazy. So now I've got my meals planned for me. I don't really have to figure it out. I know everyone loves the manwich. I hardly ever ate the manwich. I, I love wraps. So I ate a lot of wraps and I found a love for apples, which I didn't eat a lot of fruit before. So I pretty much ate a wrap and an apple. I, and I, I would, I really enjoy smoked salmon or just salmon. So I started putting that on the Ezekiel, like I bought a little toaster for my office and on the um, muffins, I, I toast the muffin up, throw a little light cream cheese and salmon on it. And I'm like, this is great. So now that, yeah, this third month, I'm starting to see my body change to like, okay, I'm below 175. And I think I'd even talk to Kat. I'm like, hey, I kind of thought this is where I would get, but oh, I'll keep going. Let's see. Let's set 165 as a goal for, you know, end of phase, you know, three. I went and my body's starting to get a little muscular. And I'm like, whoa, what? I've got some veins popping out and month three to month four. And I'm still really strict though on everything. Like even my free meal, I'm not making it like I'm going to go eat that, then go have ice cream. It's like, okay, I'm going to enjoy some chips and salsa or chips and cheese. and But I'm only going to do that for a day, for not even a day, for my meal. And I'm going to get right back on the program. So phase three workouts I loved. I don't remember them. What are they off the top? You remember them off the top of your head? Yeah, we certainly have Full Metal Jacket. I think we have Sniper. We have a couple of those like that. Yeah, so I think Full Metal Jacket, uh, you know, definitely doing it. I had some shoulder issues. Um, you know, I had the right one operate on, which is actually doing great, but I was having some rotator. And also, um, I think I wrote you guys through all this, they wanted to do surgery on both arms. I have really bad carpal tunnel and cubital tunnel. So I've been having tingling in my fingers since before all this started. So I, I saw the doctors and they're like, Hey, we need to, we're going to operate. I'm like, no, you're not. They're like, what do you mean? I said, I'm, I'm losing all this weight. I'm doing these programs. I said, I know carpal tunnel is supposed to affect your grip. I'm like, I am gripping these damn dumbbells like i'm not stopping and the guy thought i was nuts he's like he's like you don't understand man, how bad your nerves are i'm like i've had seven surgeries at this point in my life i don't need to have plus baseballs coming up and i got a coach and i said if, if it's still tingling come august after baseball i'll think about it but i'm going to do stretching and do this program and i followed a bunch of the tune-up that i researched online for carpal and cubital and stretches and and, and it's gotten better it's not all the way better but hasn't stopped me for the workouts. So yeah, I hit that phase three in those workouts. And I, I got down to 154 uh, now at the end of phase four, I think, three to four. And I uh, hadn't seen that weight. I, I was, it probably was my senior year in high school. I wrestled at 145. I'd, gain, I'd get up to 160 to play football and drop it to wrestle. And now my body's really changed. And my daughter's saying, dad, you got veins and muscles and like, People were in the street. They're like, Who, what did you do? Are you sick? So I, I got either got, are you sick? Or a lot of my cousins, like we play cards almost every month. Hey, man, eat a sandwich. Like, what are you doing? You know, and, and we're not a small group of men. Yeah. And I talked to Kat. I said, I think I've got everything. And I and I think between her and Ben, they're like, you know, I got body fat down below 20. I did my, you know, DEXA scan. And they said, you know, you could, you got a couple of things. Either continue going and just see where you land or go to OSM. And OSM scares me a little bit, heavy barbells. And I'm like, I'm loving these dumbbells. I love what my body's doing. So I just decided to keep going into the second month of phase four. 
And I, I be, I'm eating more. I'm, I'm, I don't track a lot. I just know, like, here's my meal plan. You guys told me to do it. Okay, I'll do it. I might, I've added a couple chocolate-covered almonds and a few nuts. And if I'm a little hungry, I have a Jello, but nothing crazy. This past weekend, I, I had two big free meals or days and breakfasts and didn't even worry about it because I said, Monday, I'm just going to get right back on the program. So I gained a couple pounds and didn't sweat it one bit. I hit my lowest weight today at 148 pounds. Like, I don't even know how, except that I, because of probably the weekend that I had eating, still, I think I had maybe one drink. And I said, okay, I'm just going to get back on it Monday, go back on the meal plan, hit it really hard with the, with the MRP workouts and the strength. And I'm loving the strength workouts. Today, I did a 15, you know, 10 fire. And before I even did it, I was like, yeah, it's 148. But I, I don't feel like I'm 148. Like even uh, there's a guy at the gym, Gene, who's 71, who's just push-ups on medicine balls. And I'm, I'm, I'm like talking to him like, how do you do this? And I want to do this. And he's a mic man. He's like, you look good. He's like, how much you weigh? He's like, you, I'm like, oh, I was 148 this morning. And um, I was like, you don't, he's like, I think you were heavier because you look good. And Donna, who's the trainer at the gym, who's through all of this is like, you're doing great. Keep working out. I told her about this. I'm like, hey, this is pretty neat. I'm going to talk to Dr. Anthony tonight. She's like, the founder, the one who gave me the website? I'm like, yeah. She's like, did you have to submit pictures? I said, well, I I did. I submitted pictures. She's like, well, you send them to me. She's like, I want to show people what they can do if they work at something. Like if they follow a plan and don't just come in here and go through motions. And so, yeah, that's that's where I am right now. It's, it's It's been incredible. I think you wrote it in the first week. Like there, this is not a magic pill. If I remember seeing that, because a lot of people have talked to me about this program, and I'm, and a buddy of mine just joined, and the first question is like, "Hey, can I keep drinking?" I'm like, "You can do anything you want. It just depends on what results you want." I, I, so, so it's really up to you. They give you some guidelines, but you know, this is what I did. I didn't do it for sixty days, and I, I, I you know, I had two to three a night. I had two to three a month at the most. Yeah. But it really sounds like from what you're describing, and I'd love for you to speak to this specifically, that you don't feel deprived throughout this whole process. So you're just kind of like, this is sustainable for you and you're able to enjoy stuff. Um, yet at the same time, what does strike me is you've had such powerful results because you did choose to get very strict, like to follow it with a lot of fire and tenacity, where I think there are many men who follow this program who follow it and get good results maybe not the great results you had because they choose to have a little more laxity, but you went very strict, but have you felt restricted along the way? And is this something that you do feel like you can actually sustain? I do, you know, so Cammy even said it the other night. She's like, I'm really surprised at how you're eating. Like, she's like, you're eating a lot and you're eating really healthy. She said, and you know, I, I don't really like push, hey, we got to have the chicken and the sweet potato. It's like, we got four kids, whatever you're going to make for dinner, I'm, I'm going to make it work. But she knows kind of what, we do and and what I'm doing and there's always the a, a rice or you know something a potato or something that I can have for my carb if I'm not doing the, the carb cycling or um, she's completely supported the fasting once we talked about it and understood like why I was doing it and so helped me out with cooking with with the turkey and the chicken what she did anyway Kimmy's been little her whole life like. She could just eat a loaf of bread and still stay little and, you know, does her yoga and Peloton. And, you know, she has supported me in this and she's 
But her one concern is, is this sustainable? And to me, I was a little worried about that too, because on the Facebook group, I saw a lot of, hey, I needed to reset. I needed to go up and down. And I didn't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to lose this weight and gain it back and have to do it all over again. And as I'm eating this, I'm thinking, man, I'm loving my dinners. You know, you know, last night we had, you know, Greek chicken and I had it in a wrap with onions and tzatziki and, you know, good rice. And like, I love this. The, what I'm doing is just portion controlling it and don't feel restricted. You know, we play a monthly card game. I cut, like I have a drink or two that that's a little different for me. And everyone, my cousins are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's just important to me, but I didn't feel bad about it. I drank a ton of water and I could drive home. Like I could drive my dad home and so I ended up really liking the food and, you know, the shake, what I found about the shake or, and I love breakfast. So on the weekends, we typically will go out or we'll cook and I make, I make French toast for them. And I make big thing of eggs and egg whites. Cause I've always, that's what I like for breakfast and turkey sausage. Um, I found the shake is when I don't have it is when I find myself wanting to snack at night. Cause I, it throws my day off. Like the shake has really helped me filled. And when I then pile up my salad and my salmon for lunch or, my turkey wrap, it sets my day up. It's when I when I don't have that good morning, like kind of fillness, I find myself later at night if I didn't load up even on some salad. That's when I'm grabbing the handful of, you know, oh, there's the Easter candy. Let me grab a few M&Ms. And I still would do that once in a while, just not like I used to. So I, I, I haven't felt so restricted to where I thought this is, I can't sustain this. I felt like I can eat like this because it's the right way to eat. And I'm eating a lot. Like I'm, I'm, and I, I've even upped what I'm eating just because of where I am. And now, you know, can, doing the strength training. And Kimmy did say, she's like, man, I, I'm surprised at how you're like, you're eating because you eat everything I put out there. Um, you, I'm eating every carb. I'm just not eating the bad, bad carbs. You know, every once in a while I do it. And this weekend I ate like crap. I did. I, I went for the weekend and said, we're going out to breakfast and I'm going to have steak and eggs, but I, I had steak and eggs I, and, and a few potatoes. Dinner was Mexican. Then we made homemade stuff at home. And she's like, are you going to eat two, two meals back to like in a bad two days in a row? And I said, I am, because you know what? What I can't do is do a three, four, five, six, seven, eights. And that's what derailed me in the past. I don't really have a desire to do that. I'll just be back in the gym Monday. I'll do my shake and going to pick up the week and I should land right around 150 and I went up to, I think, 152 or 53 after those couple, two days of, on the weekend. I landed on 148. So Yeah. And you have this anchor to come back to. I think what you said about the shake is super important. One, because it keeps you full. But two, it's just like a behavioral anchor every single day that you can kind of return to. Powerful. And two, I also think what's kind of interesting is as you go through this journey, many guys seem to share this, is your threshold for what is bad changes. Like for you, like steak and eggs now was like something that you felt like you splurged on. And for many guys, they would feel like that was like a healthy breakfast. So it's interesting how it kind of changes your set point of stuff that you actually desire to put into your body. And that's great. And and just a bit of unsolicited advice too. And I mean, you might've figured this out is what we teach in phase three with that carb cycling. You know, if it's something you do want to gain the weight, that's something you can easily pull back on, right? Just to include some more carbohydrates in lunch and dinner. And you said you're tending to eat more already, but I, I know the baseline plan from everything you've described is, is really sustainable for you. And I want to know what is Kimmy said about like, besides the fact that she's like, obviously proud of you, has there been any other things that have like happened? Let's just talk about your family in general, whether it's Kimmy and your kids, like the impact of that 
not just that like good job, you can eat all these healthy dinners. It works with the family. I'd love to get into like a little more of the impact. I mean, you're a family man through and through, and you even run a gym to help families and kids get healthier. How has this really been an impact with your kids? Yeah. So Cammy is, um, I, I think would probably say uh, I'm more relaxed and kind of just more at peace with, with life. Um, you know, it's kind of just things are a little easier. I'm not on edge. My kids would say the same thing. Like you just kind of relaxed about things and you know, you're not, you know, I would, yeah, I would have my moments where four kids driving crazy. I'd fly off the handle a little bit and I had to check myself on that and realize Hey, this is something I have to work on. Um, I think on the activity side of things, the kids are like all of them are saying, "Wow, you know, you're out there playing soccer with us. You're 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 not sitting in the recliner. You're you're playing games inside the house. You're you're just energy level of being active with us." Whereas before, it was I'd get home, I'd have dinner, I'd sit in my chair, have a couple of drinks, watch a game with the kids, and wouldn't do anything. Now, you know. We're out there, and it's also sports season. We're out, but like Finn's his dad, you're like running fast and moving down the line and kicking the soccer ball. And you know, my girls are seeing that. And we we had a my daughter who's a ballet dancer. She's twelve. Came home from ballet and was going through her core exercises of what they're doing in ballet. And I I was you know in the past you know I would have sat in the recliner with my drink and been like, what the hell? I'm not getting down on the floor and trying that. I got down on the floor, Cammy got down on the floor, and we were all comparing, you know, core strength and what exercises I do based on the program and what exercises they're doing it. Hey, hey, you should try this one. And, you know, and that it's something just wouldn't happen before. So I, I think it's given me some peace. It's given me, you know, a chance to look at myself and try to better myself as a husband. It, it really has. And, and as a dad, like I said, I, I'm much more, even though I was so active before, I'm active in a different way. I, 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 and I, I can do it without, I go cut the grass, I can walk. I couldn't walk after cutting the grass with my knee and the weight on. I can play soccer, I can play baseball, I can go cut the grass, I can run around the yard. And it's just like nothing happened. They don't have to ask, does your back hurt, do your knees hurt? They're like, feel good? I'm like, oh, I feel good. Yeah, that's vitality, my friend. And that, that was earned. And and I'd say even in a fairly short amount of time, right? It's funny you said yeah, the short thing. Cammy said the other day, she said, you know, this is awesome. I'm super, I am super proud of you. Because I told her about this and I, you know, I share a lot with my son, Quinn, the befores and the afters. I really wasn't showing Cammy and the kids much. Like, I, it's just something that I was doing. And Quinn Quinn has been like, man, you're, you're getting, you can see your veins. And my daughter sees them, but I'm... Um, Cammy said the other day, she's like, I'm so proud of you. This is awesome. She's like, some people are going to hate you because you did it in such a short amount of time. And I guess my answer, because, you know, go to baseball games and say, oh, you know, what'd you do? And this is men lose weight so easy. I'm like, well, you know, five months. Yeah. For what I've lost, you know, for 50 pounds, 48, 50 pounds is a relatively short amount of time. But what I did to do that was everything I was told to do. And I was worked really hard at it and it can be done. And I did choose to be the really strict path and I've eased off that I'll meet more and I feel like sustainable, but the, the short amount of time I really attribute to the program of if you put the work in, like you said, it's not a magic pill. It is like, this is not easy, but if you follow this and you eat the way we tell you to eat and you're going to have stumbles you know, I had stumbles in five months. I definitely did. We all do. But I just didn't stumble days in a row. I'd have a day or two. 
or a meal. And I look at it like I've worked my ass off for five months. Sorry if I'm swearing on the thing, but that's good. I did. And Donna said it today. She's like, you've worked your ass off and you deserve it. She's like, you you deserve the results. You achieved them. No one else. You followed what you were supposed to do. And um, my biggest fear through all this was I don't want to go back to who I was. And I think I really, truly believe I found a sustainable program for a couple of reasons. One, I like I like the food I'm eating. It's not like I sit there and say, oh, I don't like this lunch and this doesn't taste good. Is I'm eating everything and I enjoy it. Second is I love doing the workouts right now. Like it is gets my day in my head going. Like I have more energy in my business. I feel I'm a better owner of a company. I feel better in every aspect of what I'm doing. You know, that vitality has hit me in every, every direction. And third is, I don't know the last time I looked in a mirror. Most of the time I didn't look in the mirror. I kind of avoided, oh man, I'm heavy again. And I can look in the mirror now and I am just proud that I took this step in five months. And I really believe like I'm not stopping. Like, I am going to be this guy. I'm going to be Gene at 71 years old that I'm in the gym and a kid comes up to me, not that I'm a kid, but a 50-something comes up and said, man, how old are you? What are you doing? Like, uh, show me how you do that. Like, that's who I want to be. And that's who I'm going to be. Like, there's no, there's just no stopping me at this point. And I know, like, that biggest fear is that, oh, I got to reset. I got to do that. So I put that in my mind and I look at my why and why I'm doing this with my kids and for me saying I've stumbled, but I haven't allowed myself to stumble multiple days where it leads me to that. And, you know, come August, I go on a trip with my dad, my brother, my cousins, uncles. It is a four to five day of debauchery of drinking and golf and food. And I am, believe it or not, already in my head planning of how I'm going to handle that. I'm going to have a great time. But I can do things in moderation, plus a couple of drinks. I'm going to be loopy anyway, so it's not going to look like I'm not going to need 20 drinks. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, I, I I mean, I have in my office, I bought fans. I bought a pull-up bar just because and I have an office where only one other person is here. It's not our company office, which is in L.A., and I used to travel out there all the time. And I said, because if I have to miss a workout because of the kids, I'm going to do something during the day instead of sitting in my butt in the office chair. So I do the office stretches. I do band work, I'm pull-ups and chin-ups. And, and I'm working on those because I was so embarrassed that I couldn't pull myself up. And I hit like four of them today. And chin-ups, I've got like eight going. And, and so I keep them here at the office. I have a roller here for, for my back and a roller at home. And the kids and I roll together. And yeah, so I think I have this mindset that's changed. That this isn't, this wasn't a diet. This wasn't a fad. This is a sustainable lifestyle that I like. And I like how I look. Like, I, I, I can't believe I, I actually, you know, I don't have a six pack, but I might have a four pack showing up right now. And I like how I look. I look, I look in the mirror and say, man, you're, you look healthy. You look good. And I have people walk past me that haven't seen me in six months and walk past me and don't realize it's me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll say this your vitality is contagious. 
I feel it right here through this screen. And I'm, I'm sure everyone around you does too. And I, and I don't know if we can even quantify what kind of like gift that ends up being in your family, in your community as a leader. I think that's one of the cool things for me about being a fit father. And then my mission of making more fit fathers is I know just by you existing now, Mike, at this higher level of energy, presence, leadership, integrity, people around you are being elevated or intimidated, but either way, you're shaking some things up. And I think that's much for the better. And I am excited to see you, you know, in many years on those, uh, doing the pushups on those medicine balls and being that guy, you know, how amazing it is that you have be able to see that image and, and bring that now into the next version of your why. And I'll say this too, as a lifetime member too, you have us and we have your back. So I think that is another benefit. You know, you're, you're obviously haven't been in this alone. You're certainly not in this alone. And I also want to thank you too for being a good representation of what this program can create when backed by true commitment. And that's what you gave us. And so it's the real reason that you drove this thing. Great. Well, thank you for that. And, you know, for, for guys that are listening, I, I, I think the a lot of guys have reached out. What advice can you give me? And, and, you're going to get out of this what you want to get out of it. Like it really is your commitment. It's your why. The why is super powerful. And I, I, I reread it. And my before pictures are super powerful. Like I, I posted a picture of my back the other day. And I must look at that a couple of times a week saying, oh, my God, I, I don't want to be that guy. And from what I can see myself doing is I want to do this for the next 10, 15 years. When Finney's six, I got to be around. I want to golf with him. I want to continue to play ball. And this program it's really, really good. And I've done a lot of programs besides the low carb diets. I've done so many programs over the years. It just weren't sustainable. And this one has given me the ability to say, I can live this way for my life. The support of the team, which is what I really like that about that with Kat and Ben and Craig and the rest of, and you, I mean, you're popping little hearts on Facebook, which I mean, you're founder of a company, most founders of companies aren't going to do that for guys. So your commitment to us and your team's commitment to us it's truly special, I think, in these type of programs. And if guys could understand that, you know, you will get out of this what you put into it because you've given us some amazing tools for it. And, it, and it's hard, guys. And these workouts are not easy. But man, the results you'll get with them from putting them in. And the great thing is you get to create your own. Like I, I after eating bad, I came back and did the assault, which was last month's MRT because I love that and hate it. I, I Honestly, I've cursed you up and down about mountain climbers but I'm getting better at them. And I do them on slides now. I can go faster. But I look like a drunk elephant the first time I did them. I was like falling over and, you know, but I did the assault on Monday. Loved it. And then, you know, today I did 15-10 fire because I wanted to just do a great high-speed body weight workout in the gym. And the workouts are fun. Like it's become a fun way to see how can I challenge myself and get better at them. And my strength is improving. Like my dumbbells, weights are going up and, I see it. And it's the one thing even at the gym, like the people, the gene, these people have supported me. You know, now it's a community. You see the same people every morning. And I've tried to talk to new people coming in and like, hey, you know, what are you doing? And help them out. And I wish more people would do that at a gym because it would make people feel a lot more welcome and a lot more like, hey, I've got somebody I could ask to throw up the dumbbell weight. Because now I'm getting to a point now that's like with a little bit of rotator, it's hard to push you know, the dumbbell weight up on my own. So, you know, I just asked the guy, hey, man, can you just help me get the left up? Once it's up, I'm good to go. And yeah, so I've, I've tried to do that. I've tried to bring that to the gym now where I'm going to be the guy that greets you and says, hi, and hey, what are you doing? And if you need help, let me know. Come get me. And there's another guy there who I know through baseball that was was heavy, 
he's a big guy, you know, tall, and I'm short. You know, I keep shrinking. I'm under five seven now. And he joined a you know fifty and over bodybuilding contest, and he was big, he heavy, but he really worked hard. And I remember seeing him last year, and then seeing his picture on Facebook, and like, and he was really inspirational. He's super good guy, and he goes to the, that gym and. Like, man, Ryan, he did this. And, you know, I, I can do this. Like, I, I can get in this shape and I can make this part of my life. And he's been one of the first guys every day comes up, fist bumps me. Hey, man, this is consistency. You're not going to be perfect, but you're going to be consistent and you keep showing up and that's what counts. So, yeah, that's the community. of. I think it's built a community for me, too, that I look forward to those mornings and, and getting up there. And Finney does ask, Dad, why aren't you doing it at your workouts at home anymore? And I said, I'll do some with you. We do some of them at home and you know, our push-ups. But uh, yeah, the gym has been instrumental, I think, for me too. For sure. I mean, you have friends all over the place. And like, like-minded people, right, on the, on the growth and positivity, you can't really calculate to an exact number what that's worth. But it, you know, it, it's the glue that ties this all together. And I know there's probably a lot of people looking at you and the kind of exercise that you're doing now at the gym. It's probably much different than people resting two minutes between sets and doing the shoulder press and the curls. Although some of our workouts are like that. I'm sure when they see you getting after an assault, there's people scratching their heads a little bit and, and knowing that you're putting in the work. And that's awesome for sure. Yeah, yeah they, they are because there's a lot of the older guys who just do it straight on muscle you know, the, the traditional, their squats, their, and here I am throwing goblet squats. And, and so I won't even do a squat the first month or two with my knee. Like I'm, I can't do squats. I tried the big five with the barbell. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I went back to dumbbells. Then I'm popping goblet squats out with, you know, seventies, eighties. And I, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm working on the range of motion, you know, with the knee doesn't bend that well all the way down, but I'm doing what I can. Um, uh, I do step ups today and just different things that I alter with, you know, if I can't, if the lunges are bothering the knee, but they are watching me and, you know, and they're like, what are you doing? Like, why are you just going doing bench press and triceps? I'm like, that's just the program. It's what I do. Like, and Donna, the trainer, she's like, you keep doing what you're doing. All these guys are sitting around think they're building it. They've got their bellies and they're there. You know, it's like, keep doing what you're doing. Cause it's worked. And this is, you look functional and fit. So yeah, it, it's been interesting for the programs and not to say that, you know, it couldn't move future into, you know, trying to do more of the OSM. But as of now, I'm going to continue in my next month of upping my calories though, but I want to do these workouts. I want to do peak 11. I, I love trying these. I like the brush you get from doing the, the, the high intensity workout, but you know, and I'll probably do one a week of those and do the strength training ones, you know, twice a week or, you know, three times a week and see how I do with them. And, and then, you know, come the end of phase three, uh, you know, I'm going to combine the workouts I love doing between the strength and, and the MRTs. And like I said, I, I, I didn't touch on this much, but the rowing machine, I do the rowing machine a couple times a week and that's what I want for my birthday. Like I want one at home. Yeah, one of those nice Concept 2 rowers. Yeah, yeah, the Concept 2. And I do it at the gym, you know, every Tuesday, Thursday, I'll laugh. I'm like the only guy except for an 80-year-old guy that gets on it for a little while. No one uses it. They're like, why do you do this? I'm like, oh, this is like an overall great body workout. Why don't you do it? Like you're over on your, you know, elliptical doing like real, you know, like I, it's, it's using every muscle. And I really attribute it to like, you know, my back getting stronger and like the definition that's starting to come out. I love that. I love it. The concept too is fantastic. I, I can't wait to, I think that's what I'm getting for my birthday in July because Gammy wants it um, also. And I, you know, 
I started doing things over this whole thing that I just haven't done. We have a Peloton that I never got on. I've done the Peloton. I've done Peloton stretching. That's the other thing I started doing every day. I stretched. Never stretched. Never. I'm still not that flexible, but I'm getting better. And my warm-ups for every workout, I follow what you said to do. I do all the entire warm-up. I wake up and move my body. But I think that's the key for a lot of guys who say, you know, this doesn't work or it's not working. It works if you do it. It, it, it really does. It works if you do it. And if you're true and honest to yourself, then you'll have the results. I, I really believe that. And everybody's results will be a little different. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm very fortunate. Like even when I would low carbon, I could lose weight quickly, but sure. I just committed to this life now. Um, and I like it. I like this life. I, I can't wait to continue to see where it takes me. Yeah. I mean, beautifully said all the way through Mike, for sure. And the commitment, you know, not without challenge. I mean, your knees and the modifications you made, like that's important for guys to really remember through here too. Like you went through that. My last question for you before we wrap is you get your blood pressure checked again. I'm curious because I, I can't imagine your cardiovascular fitness didn't dramatically improve throughout this process. It was, it was like perfect. I can't even remember the number. It was a couple months ago. I had my physical, I did, I had a physical before COVID locked everything down and I was 176 pounds at that time. So that was a couple years ago. And my blood pressure was really good at the time. Then COVID and losing all, you know, everything I lost, I gained and then some. And uh, I was like, I can't go for a physical now. I'm fat, 200 some pounds. So I, you know, I joined the program. And when I went, I think I was 171 and uh, the doctor, she said, yeah, you know, you lost a little more weight. Have you been trying something? I said, I said, yeah, I'm doing this program. And I mean, people are probably so tired of hearing me talk about Fifth Father Project, but I, I just tell everybody like, this is what I'm doing. And I told her what I'm doing. And she asked a lot of questions. She's like, you know what? I love that. And she's like, well, you're less than you were two, two years ago. I'm like, well, I wasn't. And she's like, and your, your blood pressure is fantastic. And I don't even remember what it was, but it was it was great. It, it was so good. And that was in a three-month period or four-month period. I, I imagine it's even better now. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, I know there's a lot of guys that talk about belly fat. And I, you know, I think I talked with Kat and even Ben and got the documents and he said, it's, it's a process. It's not like the weight came off quickly in these five months. I really believe this was quick and I do think sustainable. And like I said, I averaged about 10 pounds a month after my second, third, fourth month. I think it's been six and I'm not trying to lose more. And I was like, man, am I ever going to lose that belly fat? And I, I am, but it's time. It's not going to just come off right with the weight. And I had to realize that, but I'm seeing my body change with that. And I'm stepping up my step game, getting out there and walking with the dogs now that the weather's changing um, a lot of times at lunch, I'll go back to the gym and just do a 45 minute treadmill walk because my, where my office is, is a busy road. And, and that's probably where I want to continue to work towards to see where I can really get with that. I know you can't body train it. Just continue with the walk and continue with the healthy eating. I have kind of cut out a lot of the carb cycling. I still do my 24 hour fast because I like it. I'm just, no, I like it. It, it. it feels good for me. And, uh, you know, the belly fat will come with the work and the time. Like, you just can't lose this weight and expect after being probably the size of a lot of us, a lot of me, you're just going to lose that belly. And I don't know if I'll ever lose the final stuff there. I don't, you know, but I'm really happy with where I am and look in the mirror and say, you're doing it, but you can't stop now. 
And, and I don't even think it's stopping because I don't think it's a diet. It's like, just keep eating right and do your workouts. Yeah. It's more like keep, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. Like there's no reason not to at this point. It sets up my day. It sets up my mindset for everything I need to do. Yeah, that's clear. I mean, you're the kind of guy that wants to go spend time to exercise and walk in the middle of your day because because vitality gets you to do things that give you more vitality. I mean, that's the truth of it. And it's so cool to see you in this positive momentum cycle. And I want to thank you again for coming on, being an inspiration to so many guys, vulnerably sharing your story. I want to say blessings to you and your family for you know continued health. And I know your kids are watching and they're soaking it in. And they saw their dad do something massively profound. And I'm sure for your oldest son too, for him to see what you went through is imprinted something on his mind around what a physical training can do. And I hope that really rubs off on him. And it just makes me happy to know there's a guy out there like you raising his family like a true fit father and also with the gym and everything you're doing. Mike, you're the man. That's what I want to say. You're the man. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you very much for having me. I love this time with you and looking forward to continuing the journey. And uh, thank you guys for all the support. Really. Thank you. Nice. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.